So the word, the word is explained to prevent any type of error. I love how the Lord just, just make it simple. We may think it's complicated, but the word is without error. But we, we as fleshy beings, we tend to overthink. And as I was thinking about overthinking, then I was like, God, we tend to overstimulate. We tend to overexplain. We tend to overjustify. We just some overly type of beings. We tend to underestimate the word of God. And that leaves us with only the knowledge of him void of a complete relationship with him. When we tend to overdo all of this stuff, we miss out on the relationship part. Because our knowledge of him will confuse the relationship part. We will think that we are in relation because we know his word. But God is saying on today that knowledge of my word and a relationship with me is two different things. How can we, not we, how can he hold your hand when you overanalyze what hand he should hold? God is saying on today, why would he dwell in your heart when you freely open it up to any and everything? Saying <laughs> that we say with the knowledge of God that he knows my heart. So that's the knowledge of him. That's the, that's the Christian thing to say that God knows my heart. But you fool yourself in thinking you are good. Because you know God. Don't be a foolish Christian on today. Don't walk around thinking and saying those old cliches that God know my heart. Because when you say that, you better know for sure that he knows your heart. That just because those words are coming out, you think you're covering up with something. But best believe that God knows your heart. So be careful when you say that. What pleases God is a relationship with him. We end up substituting knowledge for a relationship. And he can care less about how smart you are. He can care less about how good you can die. You can explain this word and go through and cut and know the address of scripture. He can care less about the knowledge of that thing. God said on today, I want a relationship with you. I have been saying this too much, says the Lord. I have been calling you by name, says the Lord. But you refuse to obey. God is saying you want me to be a friend of you, but you won't even listen to me. Because God is saying I'm looking for righteousness on today. And righteousness is simply being obedient to his call and his will. God is calling you by name on today. He says, I know that you know my word, but I'm not there. During this season of Lent, Jesus is hoping we say goodbye forever to something or someone that is stunting our growth. <clears throat> he is saying, for those that don't know that, we are in the lentil season, meaning that we are leading up to his death and resurrection. 
which is the good news, that he came here to cover us with his blood. So during this season, God is hoping that we say goodbye to the overness, to the overthinking, to the overjustifying, to just call him simply Jesus on today and trust in that alone and get out of your own way. So God is calling us on today. He said that during this season in your life right now, certain things creep in on you in the middle of the night to plant seeds of lies and chaos. While you were yet sleeping, Satan is trying to creep into your life and plant lies and chaos. I'm saying that because while you are yet sitting here and getting this good word, as soon as you leave out of this door, because Satan don't like when you have a good time in the word. As soon as you leave, he begins to plant lies and chaos in your life. Stuff began to happen. I notice so often that when God begins to move in my life, when I have a holy experience or a holy touch, when he begins to remove some things, my children start acting up. Money start going wrong. Family members get sick. Something in your life happens that tries to cause chaos, that tries to take your mind off of the Savior. So as we go through this word, I'm going to go to a parable. And in parables, Jesus always, he often talks about how we respond to the gospel which is the good news. When he gives a parable, I've been in the book of Matthew and reading and saying, God, you tell us something. And then if we just keep reading, if we just stay faithful just for a little while longer, if we don't shut the book and say, God, I don't understand, he gives you the answer right after. Because the word is without error. So we're going to go to Matthew 24 through 30. And I'm going to read the NLT version to keep it plain for you. Hallelujah. <clears throat> the kingdom of heaven is like a farmer who planted good seed in, the, in his field. The kingdom of heaven is like a farmer who planted good seed in his field. But that night, as the workers slept, his enemy came and planted weeds among the wheat, then slipped away. When the crop began to grow and, pro and produce grain, the weeds also grew. The farmer's workers went to him and said, Sir, the field where you planted that good seed is full of weeds. Where did they come from? An enemy has done this, the farmer exclaimed. Should we pull out the weeds, they asked. No, he replied. You will uproot the wheat if you do. Let both just grow together until harvest. Then I will tell the harvesters to sort out the weeds, tie them into bundles, and burn them, and to put, and to put the wheat in the barn. Y'all can be seated. 
So when I read this, because lately I've been on the thing of, Lord, burn it up. <laughs> Lord, burn it up. Burn it down. Burn it. Just burn it. Because I was going through a quick season that I was like, God, I don't know what to do. I don't know how to do this thing you called me to do as a pastor. Burn it up, Lord. But God was like, whoa, slow down. Because <laughs> I just didn't know how to go on. And I told my husband, I was like, you got to have a solid foundation when you are doing the work of the Lord. Because if you don't, as your pastor, we, you know, I wanted to just throw in. Don't go there, I want to just throw in the towel and just say, Lord, I just want to be with you. I just want to be with you. I don't want to fool with nothing else. Burn it up, Lord. But I thank God because, like I said, as you, the word is without error. And the thing that I want y'all to understand is that when you have knowledge of God's word, God is expecting a response. He is respecting, expecting you to live out the very thing that you are preaching about, to live out the very thing that you are talking about. That when that stuff starts getting rocky and heavy, that that same advice, because it's easy for you to talk to somebody else and give an advice, but God is saying, what about you? And I told my sister that it's like, you can tell people the good things to do. And I told her, I said, God is just trying to allow you to hear your own voice so it can bounce back to you and say, you do that same thing that you are encouraging that person to do. And then come talk to me. So God said, if I tell people to love despite of, who am I not to do the same thing? <laughs> this stuff is real, y'all. This walk is real, y'all. This is not play play what we're doing up here. This is not a fake thing that I'm doing up here because I got to see him one day. So as I read this scripture and I got to that last part, I said, Lord, I thank you. Because your word is plain. So as I read, it's, it's, it's the thing that came to my mind is mimicking wheat. A lot of us are mimicking wheat. We are pretending to be the good thing. When we out there growing. Because right now, we all of us is in the field. Right, You're in God's field. You're growing. So as I read that scripture, let me let me explain explain a little bit because the servants was like somebody came in the night and and planted something. Should I pluck it up? Somebody came and did something. So as I began to study a little bit more in the word, that thing that was planted was called bearded darnel. That is a weed, a form a form of weed that looks just like wheat. Bearded Darnell mimics many of the characteristics of wheat for a while. Before they mature, the two plants are identical. Look at your neighbor. As y'all mature in Christ, y'all look identical. Because we, the Lord is talking to us on today. Don't think this word ain't for you. You're planted right here. You're getting this word. God is saying... That, you know, when he said, just let them grow up. So the two plants, they look identical. 
But as they grow, the difference become apparent in the fruit. Because as they begin to sprout up, they like look exactly the same. But then something begins to bear on one that's not bearing on the other. Fruit. Darnell is poisonous. And in big enough doses will kill a person. So I was like, this thing, when we when we when we walking around here being fake, mimicking, trying to act like we know God, but we not actually having no fruit, like the action of him, that stuff is poisonous because we think we are right. And that is killing you. Do you um, do you have knowledge of what do you have knowledge of what a Christian is supposed to look like or say? But when the trials of life tries to mature you, you have no fruit to show you are the real thing. So as you are sitting in your feet, as you are growing in Christ, that's why I said that it is very important to have a a solid, unwavering foundation. Because when you are growing in him, stuff is going to come your way to see if you are the real thing. To see if you can bear fruit or to see if you're just mimicking wheat. So let's go. Y'all don't have to stand for this one. Let's go to the answer. Let's go to Matthew 13, 36 through 43. Because as God was given the parable, you know, we sit and we, we the disciples was, they were listening and then, you know, because God was, Jesus was doing his work. He was out there ministering to people. But then they went to the house. And the disciple was like, Jesus, you, you remember that parable you just said about the wheat? I need you to explain that a little bit because I don't understand it. So his disciple said, please explain to us the story of the wheat in the field. And Jesus replied, the son of man is the farmer who plants the good seed. The field is the world. The good seed represents the people of the kingdom. The weeds are the people who belong to the evil one. Mm. And I need y'all to understand because a lot of times, let me stop right there. Because when we, I said, God, when we, when we read things in, in scripture, we automatically eliminate ourselves because we don't want to be called the evil one. So we say, God, that ain't me. And we skip over. So that's the knowledge. And, and when we think that way, we begin to allow poison into our lives. When we skip the very words that Jesus is trying to get us to see. That when we think evil, we just see, oh, that's, that, that's the devil with the pointy stuff. That's not me. I'm not him. But evil is anything that is unholy. Evil is anything that you put before God that comes before him. That is evil. So if you know to do, do good, but you are not doing it, guess what that is? It is sin. And guess what sin is? It is evil. So please be careful when you are reading these scriptures and stop and pause and say, God, is it anything in me that is causing me to be a weed on today? Let's continue. The weeds are the people who belong to the evil one. The enemy who planted the weeds among the wheat is the devil. The harvest is the end of the world and the harvesters are the angels. So Jesus right now was just breaking it down. He's telling you exactly who and what everything is. 
So just as the weeds are sorted out and burned in the fire, so it will be at the end of the world. The Son of Man will send his angels, and they will remove from this kingdom everything that causes sin, everything that causes sin, and all who do evil. And the angels will throw them into the fury furnace, where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Then the righteous will shine like the sun in their Father's kingdom. Anyone with ears to hear, please listen and understand. God is saying, anyone with ears to hear, please don't dismiss my word. I've made it plain. I've made it error free. Please do not leave out of this house thinking that you're still okay when you know that you're not okay. I think I pleaded this before. I said that, you know, I feel like Isaiah when I'm, I'm standing on top of the mountain and I'm constantly pleading out to God's people and saying, stop. And listen, if I got to do it, why, why you don't have what well, You got to do it too. If I got to stop and listen, you should stop and listen. If I say day by day, God, I'm not okay. Like I think about it, if, I, if I'm not even on the first step yet, because I'm just trying to see him every day. I'm trying to kill this flesh every day. I'm trying to get it right every day. And in getting it right, I'm obeying his word. When I preach it, I try to live it. So it is obvious that when things in your life begin to grow, there in the midst you will find chaos. Those are the, those are the weeds. But the great farmer has planted good seeds in you from your birth. Because it says it in his word, he's planted good seeds in the field. Because the servants came and said, God, how did these stuff, how did the weeds get in here? Because I know you planted good seeds. That's what it, I know you did, God. So God has planted good seeds in you from your birth. But when life begins to pour out until your seeds, when life begins to pour out into you, this will determine what water you are allowing to saturate your field. And when I say water, we, that's when I, when I say water, I'm saying what you are allowing to water your, your life. What, what are you allowing to touch your seeds? Are you allowing chaos, disorder, your overthinking, your knowledge of God instead of your relationship with him? What are you allowing to saturate? your field, who or what is watering you? I say who or what because I'm constantly thinking about this season of Lent. Who or what is watering you? For when those tiny plants begin to appear above the soil, when stuff begins, that, and that is where the wheat comes in, because when the wheat continues to grow, it starts to sprout out those, those fruits. So when those plants begin to appear those things in your life, because when you say God knows my heart, so what is on the inside, when it starts coming out of you, there you will reveal your fruit. It will become plain during the harvest whose you are. So it will become plain, and I thank God because this, y'all don't understand that this, it helped me so much. Let me get to this. Let me calm down. 
It helped me so much. But don't miss the message, because as a servant, we are called to obey and embody what is taught. Wheat will produce fruit. Wheat live out the word. Wheat, it trusts the harvester not to throw it away. That's that trust and believe. It's going to trust in God that no matter what you are going through, that he's never, ever, ever going to throw you away if you are living and abiding in him. Wheat show up despite the storms and chaos of life. Wheat is hardy and provides fullness. Even though wheat is entangled with the weed, wheat refuses to take on the poisonous properties. <laughs> wheat refuses to take on the poisonous properties of those weeds. Wheat will be held by the farmer and stored into his kingdom. So when, when the harvesters began to pluck and they began to look at your life and they began to separate and then all the wheat that is bundled up, God will, you know, pick that wheat up and store it in the kingdom of God. But all, that, all those weeds will get thrown away and burned because God said, I made it plain throughout life whose you should belong to. But you decided to let the chaos, and you decided in the middle of the night when that, when that enemy slipped in and you woke up the next morning, you decided to lean the other way instead of standing firm in Jesus Christ. What will you do when the enemy comes into your field and plant weeds among the good word that you know? You heard that? That you know. What will you do when the enemy comes in and begins to plant weed among the good word that you know? Will the desires of the world, will the desires and the weight of this world cause you to not trust in the active word of God? The harvesters are coming to pluck up. The harvesters are coming to pluck you up one day and me up one day. I can't stop it. He's, they're going to come. What side will you be bonded on? And so I thank God, and JJ, I'm about to come in. I thank God on today because I said that his word, it helped me out so much. It's so encouraging to me because God is saying that if you don't miss what I'm trying to show you, your relationship with me will begin to become even much more stronger. God said, even when you don't fully understand, because guess what, y'all? He is God, and you may not understand every single thing that he is doing in your life. And that should be okay. That is where I'm trying to get you to eliminate that knowledge, that, 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 that overanalyzing, that overthinking, or that overindulging and stuff. Move all of that out of the way. And say, God, because I know that you are good and you planted good seeds in me, I am going to trust and not allow the weeds of life to cause poison in my life. So we can lead folks to God's field, but we ourselves can be mimicking wheat. It's so many pastors that are mimicking wheat. And I refuse to be one of those that stand and preach the word, but don't do the word. 
So you got to look at yourself when you are standing in God's field, when you are that sprout of wheat that is standing there, you got to look around and make sure you're good. Because what a shame if we are just wasting time. Don't wait for God to do the sorting on today. This is the ultimate message, y'all. Don't wait for him to do the sorting because when he is doing the sorting, it's too late. He's, he's doing this. He's, he's, he's burning it up. Send it to the kingdom. Burn it up. Send it to the kingdom. What bundle will you be in? So on today, I need y'all not to rush through the word when you are reading it. I need you not to rush through life when things begin to come your way. I need you to stop and think about what God is trying to do. Because <laughs> We already know the poison in our life that needs to be plucked out. We are already aware of it. You already know. But God is saying, then what? Better for you to do the sorting within you now. Bundle it up and burn it up. Anything that is not of God. Ask God to pluck it out now before we get to that great day because that is what that parable is about. It's that end time. It's that great day when we are standing before him. Ask the farmer to plant more seeds within you. Those very good seeds that he's planted. God say, God, I messed up. I messed up with the seeds that you gave me for they were good. And I damaged the good things that you gave me. So God, please pluck those things out of me now. And then renew me with some more seeds. Then, then toss down some more seeds in my life. Those good things. And I will be careful to give you all the glory. I will, I will give you all the praise. Because that poison was, it was tearing me up, Lord God. I walked around telling people I was okay, but on the inside I was tore up, Lord. So God is saying, okay, when I do that, because I am the Savior and the, and, and the blood of Jesus can flow over him, because that is the purpose of him. He came and died for us. So God is saying, okay, when I do this for you, do better to nourish the things that I give you. That is my thing, do better. God is saying, do better. God told me, do better. When I be yelling at God, why me? Why my house? God said, do better. Get up. What you doing? Do better. Why not you? Do better. You raise your kids in the world. Do better. God is telling me on today, stop worrying about who is who. God told me to just give his word as his servant because they went to him and said, God, what you want us to do? Because that me. What you want? You want me to pluck them out? And I can do that. And I can pluck them out. Tell them what to you over there, you bad. You over here, you good. God said no, because if you pluck it out, you may pluck out some of that good. I got good people wrapped up in that bad weed. You don't have the knowledge or the understanding to know who is good and who is not. Because that very person you thought was a weed, I am working in their life. So as a servant, leave them alone. Keep watering that, that field. Keep giving the word of God. Because at the end of time, guess what? I am going to do 
So I'm encouraging y'all on today to heed to God's word, to understand that your knowledge cannot outweigh your action. It has to be a great balance. And that when God began to work in your life, minister to others. And then let God do the sorting. That when you are encouraging somebody else, let those words of encouragement come right back to you. Because God's saying, you, you hear yourself talking to people. Stop acting like you don't know the word. Do better. Hallelujah. Oh, y'all come on and give God a hand clap.